Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming at you from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. This episode is Brian Birdsey and Ronnie Scouten. Simply put, these dudes are epic. Little pun there because they have they are the host of X Epic Dudes X podcast. Check out their website, xepicdudesx.com. It has everything you need. Their Twitter, Facebook page, all that really good stuff. Um, I follow them on Twitter at xepicdudesx and facebook.com slash xepicdudesx. Uh, Bronny and Ryan, so cool. You could tell in this episode that they were as excited to be on this show as I was excited to have them. Uh, I am a fan of their podcast. I found out about it because we had a mutual guest, John Tamilo, uh, lead singer of Folly. Uh, our latest episode of this before this was actually Aguim and Jeff of Folly with guest host Amanda Regan. All of us knew each other. Uh, Amanda, Jeff, and Aguim know Brian, and Ronnie went to high school with them. It turned out that Brian and I knew each other from Folly shows years back, and I'm 90% sure Ronnie and I have definitely met somewhere down the line, but we couldn't really put, put our finger on it. But it turned out that we had a mutual friend uh, who actually passed away a few years ago, and it was really, really cool to meet someone that knew my friend Ken. And it, I don't know. I couldn't really explain it. I just felt like I don't know what it is. I don't believe in uh, faith or any of that stuff, but... It was just really nice to meet someone who knew Ken. It just made me feel so, so nice. And I really like Ryan and Ronnie. Like, I only I had kind of a time frame with this episode because I had scheduled two that night, which I don't think I will ever do again because, God, I was tired by the end of that night. But uh, the one after I recorded, it won't get released in order, but I did, um, his name is Adrian. He has a great podcast called Adrian Has Issues. Uh, I've been a guest on his show. Super nice dude. Um, but uh, back to what we were talking about. So Brian and Ronnie have had incredible guests on their podcast. They've had uh, Aaron from Bain, John Tamilo, Anthony from The Scandals. I think today, if you're listening in real time, the latest episode will be uh, the guy from someone from Modern Life is War. They've had Aaron from Bain, someone from Good Riddance. I mean, this is like the best niche podcast you could listen to. Um, it's fucking awesome. And it's kind of funny because in it, I reference uh, Washed Up Emo. It's a great site, washedupemo.com. And yesterday, I recorded Tom with uh, Tom of Washed Up Emo. So it, uh, some really good guests coming up. Some more. I, I, I'm in this like phase where I'm getting a lot of people from the music world, which I'm so happy about. We're going to have another Jew Jersey musician coming up soon, Tommy Gunn, uh, with guest host Dan Shields. Uh, there's going to be more guest co-hosts coming in. I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, please do me a favor. Check out uh, Let's Chat on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Let's Chat. Follow us on Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. And, you know, if you are someone who's listening to this, especially if you're one of these hardcore dudes that Ronnie and Brian know, and you want to come on the show, Let's Chat Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like. If you don't like it, actually, don't tell me. I don't think I could handle it, to be quite honest. Um, you know, Let's Chat Podcast at gmail.com. And find all of our latest episodes on squarepop.com. More importantly, go to xepicdudesx.com and get all the great stuff. Subscribe to X Epic Dudes X podcast. Give them the old Let's Chat bump. Show them that uh, if you come on this show, good things will happen, I hope. But, um, you know, like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter. Those dudes are fucking awesome, and they're so nice, and they're so funny. And they really, uh, man, I, I've loved every episode of this show that I've done, but sometimes with people I don't really know at all or... I don't know that I know them until we do it in this instant. You record, and it's really great, and you enjoy it, and then it's done. But this episode, like, I lived with it. Like, I just kept thinking about it, and I was like, God, I wish I lived closer. I just want to hang out with these dudes because we're all, like, in our 30 or almost 30 and married, and we love French music, and they're fucking great. So make sure you download their podcast. Those dudes are wonderful. Brian, Ronnie, thank you so much for coming on, and let's get to it. The hog, the hog, you never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight, cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Capri. Both Master Flex, Love Bump, Star Ski. We are, we're going, we're doing this. Well, we're- we're, we're doing yeah, this. Fuck it, this, this is live. literally it. Uh, let me just shut my door. Yeah. I one time did one with someone on Skype, and then they're like, 
Was I supposed to hit record like an hour in? I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It was so bad. Dude, we, we, like, we, this has definitely been like a growing, like a learning experience for us too. Like, uh, I, this, I only, a couple episodes ago, I started actually using a microphone. I bought one. Uh, yeah. I, I like I like your setup too. I like yours. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I got like uh, a mixer and stuff. Yeah, this is just this comes us off. Yeah, I I don't do I don't have a mixer. I just I have everybody on speakers and I just push the speakers further away depending on if it's, it's peaking. I'm, re- I'm really it's sad nice I can't see it. Does it just look really like, cool? It's this weird thing that you do and you can't talk to anyone else that doesn't know. Like I try to tell my wife about it and she's like, oh, cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um. Yeah, man, I started this with someone who quit pretty early on, but he left all the equipment behind. So, oh, hey, dude. hey, finders keepers, man, do it. Yeah. Hey, I off, I would then. have offered to buy him out of it, but they never asked, and I wasn't about to fork over money without being asked, so I just kind of let it be. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. Like, Fuck it. Um, man, well, first off, so who's who? Are, are you Brian? I'm Brian, and then uh, the voice of God <laughs> is Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, I actually had a question for you first. Um, how did you know? We both know Ken Whalen, and that like threw me for a loop. Wow, yeah, R.I.P. Man, I miss him every, oh, yeah. a lot. Uh, how did you know him? I went to high school with him. Okay, um, I worked at a camp in Warwick, New York, and we were counselors together. Dude, that kid was was uh, one of my favorites. I used to see him. You know, we 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 palled around quite a bit. He always made me uh, he always made me laugh, man. We uh. Big bummer when I heard about him passing away, and uh, uh, one of the most my, heartbreaking moments of my like entire life. Yeah, I, I was still like in, on that Facebook group, and I feel like he he, uh, he had such a good Oh, uh, Kenny Lee, we love you. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. Of, oh man, people that still yeah, post I, on that like almost daily is like man, that's the uh, the type of dude he was. That, um, he came. There must have been a folly show that we all. I would assume that we were all at, but he one time. When they played at a ski lodge in Vernon, did you guys go yeah. to that? Uh, yeah, was, there's a really good chance yeah, that one or both of us were there. Um, yeah, so we, we went, I went yeah. to that. Like, I drove down from Connecticut. He told me he wouldn't be there. And then I saw a game. He's like, your friend's here. I was like, what are you talking about? And then like, I turned around. And he's like, hey, dude. And I had never had Yingling in my life because couldn't, you couldn't buy it in New England up until like oh, last year. <laughs> And he got me so fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Ken. How many that's, colors are there? <laughs> yeah, no, that made me so happy to see someone else who knew him because, like, I knew him, I lived in Connecticut, and everyone I knew from New Jersey was like a friend of his. I, I love that kid. That's uh, um, he was great. I didn't start off so somber. I <laughs> no, no, it's totally cool. You got to make the connections, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that blew my mind. And then Brian, I don't know if you remember this, and this I could be wrong i feel like i have this vague memory of you and i at like a denny's in like 2003 like after a folly show discussing a boy sets uh, getting in a heated debate over boy scouts fire albums it might have been not you where that sounds like you yeah it sounds like me do you in know where the denny's was it was <laughs> Which in connecticut because i think you probably <laughs> came up for like merch for them uh like, we're talking like 11 years ago so i would not expect you to remember it no, no, dude. I, I, <laughs> I sound, no, it's, I'm going to go with, yeah, I did that because that sounds just like me. Yeah. Cause I, I think I was like super, I still am. Uh, um, I think you, if I recall, I, you were hey. negatively, but you were convinced you liked, um, the day the sun went out better than, uh, Oh fuck! It always does this. You yeah, you cut out a little bit, but I think I got what you're saying. That I like the day the sun went out better than the um, after the eulogy. Uh, well, yes, yes. Yeah, that yeah, was me. Fresh to after the eulogy. It, it was very funny, but I remember like because I uh, there, you remember like one of the first people like I was maybe still kind of new into that music. I was like, "There's other albums." Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that, that sounds like me. Um, yeah, no, that was around the time that I started doing. Um, they used to be nice enough to take me to do merch so um it makes a lot of sense um i went i you know when i first started to like hang out with those guys uh i was actually john is one of my best friends i mean i really do love the guy to death we've you know we've uh, definitely hung out and done weird things together but i used to be terrified of him he's scared the yeah. shit out yeah and for no other reason than i just thought he was weird 
Uh, That's so weird. The best weird. He'll be the first to tell you that? Yeah, yeah. And then... and then yeah. we really didn't even become like friends until he and I and Anthony did like a side project and it was uh, called Kill the Man with the Ball. Yeah. Oh, I've listened to your demos. I didn't know that was you. Yeah, that's me <laughs> singing with him. And, oh, shit. And that was him. Like he came to the uh, – like Anthony did all the mu- all the music and uh, I – you know, it was, his, it was his and my idea to do it and then um, – but Anthony just grabbed onto it and did everything. I mean, he did bass, he did guitar, he did drums, he did everything. And then John just showed up because uh, I like I was like, "Hey, John, maybe you want to do this?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." And he, I didn't have any lyrics, and he's like, "Don't write any lyrics, just." And then he would just he, he was like, "What do you think of this song?" I'm like, "I have no idea." And he'd be like, "Just think about clown vomit." Yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's it. So, and it was funny with the episode with John, like. Because I've, I've like, seen him out of shows and like, because um, I knew them from the band, but I've hung out with them seldomly because we always lived super far away. But yeah. um, you know, uh, my friend, I was I'm good friends with Amanda, who's engaged to Jeff. Yeah, I actually used to work with Amanda at Dish Network. I it was it was yeah, weird. Just telling me that <laughs> I actually just saw Jeff Nagim. I just recorded with them. Oh okay. Like, uh, right after Christmas, uh, so it was nice. kind of it was, if I'm if I do some marketing right, I'll put your episodes like a week apart, but we'll see how far. I get. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I am now. I don't subscribe to any podcasts. Um, I have. You know, I don't want to sound like an asshole. I do listen to my own, but the only. But I only do it for like ten minutes at a time because I just want to see how badly I did as far as the recording job. And then once I hear everybody's voice, then I'm like, okay, it was terrible, or okay, it was great, and then I just move on. But I, you're the only other one on my phone that I'm subscribed to. So I, oh, I you. just subscribe to it on iTunes. That's and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. To, I, you know, I'm gonna do the best I can to listen to every episode as it comes out. And oh, don't even try. Don't even bother. Because I think <laughs> podcasting, I, the way I feel about it, it's like Netflix. It's like comes out, you listen to it, whatever the fuck you want. That's there, actually, there, there is one more, and I haven't listened to him in a while. Have you ever heard Edgeland? No. He, I don't know where he does it out of. Ronnie, have you listened to it yet? It's this no. guy, and he actually does. A, he's got a really well. I appreciate his structure because what he does is now he's totally straight edge. And he has, uh, he usually has like a really cool, uh, he has two guests every show and he does, he records them separately. And the first one is this guy who's like straight, like total straight edge. Like he had Toby from, um, H2O on one time. And then I think in the same episode, who did he have? He had somebody, the drummer, I think from Spaz who broke edge. So every episode he has somebody who's still straight edge and somebody who broke edge. And he just tries to, and he doesn't, and he doesn't get the the other guy on there to like lambast him or make him feel bad. He's just like, Hey, like, why would you, what, you know, what, what made you do it? What would you say to somebody? Would you, would you regret it? And this, that, and the other thing. And obviously like the guy knows what he's getting into. So he doesn't, he had, he did one with a drummer from, uh, American nightmare. And that was the funniest one I've ever heard. Like the guy, he, he tells the story about how he broke edge. He's like, he was at a bar. And he and you know you just go there to hang out with people and one of his friends got up to go to the bathroom, and he left his drink and he looked and the drink looked really good so he just took a sip of it and then was like I guess I just broke edge now, and that was it. So wow. it's pretty you, wild. Are you still edge? No, no. Are well, you edge? Well, no. I'm not. I never really no. was. I never really was. I'm not like I am, but I'm not. I don't really do anything. Yeah, um, that's how I am. I I quit drinking. Uh, for like four, I, I, I guess I might've act, act like jokingly said that I was, but I just don't really like label myself as that. Um, I, I took a break from drinking cause it was, um, it was just becoming too much part of my routine. It wasn't, it wasn't like the fun activity that it was when we were in high school and college and stuff. It was becoming an everyday thing and it just wasn't healthy for me. I didn't feel healthy anymore. I would like, like I could deal, I used to be able to drink all night and then go to work the next day and be fine and I can't do that anymore, man. Oh my God. If I'm not in bed by like 11, 1130, fuck work the next day. It's yeah. bad. It's, yeah. So that, and, and it was just becoming like, uh, I mean a couple, was it two years ago? I got arrested, uh, for, for public intox and that was like, that shook me a little bit and then, um, you know, like I'm, I'm married. Uh, are you married too? Yeah, yeah. So we're all married, so couple, you all know that. Married fellas. not to each other. No, no, we're not married to each other. But <laughs> he, fine. 
But uh, we would, um, you know, like just like every other married couple, you get in arguments. Alcohol always seems to amplify those arguments into like little things get in, turn into huge things. And I don't yeah. know, it just wasn't. Also, I have, I'm expecting uh, we're expecting our first child. Uh, oh, congratulations! Thank you. That must be like so exciting. Oh, it's 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 exciting, but it's um, it's nerve wracking, and it's not something um, I planned on doing. But you know, you meet the right woman, and then you're what you want changes and, and you know, you guys work together. So we, we all, we all grew up. That, actually. Um, that's one thing I love about your podcast is listening to you guys talk. Cause it's like, and like, I feel like, I think I knew these guys, but it's like super relatable. <laughs> and then it's like, yes. And we're, I, I'm 30. So we all, I think we're probably in that same age. Range. Uh, I just, I just turned Definitely. 31. He's 29 or you're 20. You're 29, right? 29. Yeah. yeah. And you're, th- wow. Right. We're right there. Boom. Yeah. I, yeah. So it's weird. So when I listen to your podcast, I'm like, I feel like I know you guys. So it's kind of it's it's really great. And, oh, thank you, um, man. Yeah, it's funny. I, I gotta not forget you're there, Ronnie. You're, I know, I know yeah. you're there. No. I'll try, man. Don't worry, I'm the voice of God. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, um. So how for, how the hell do you guys? Who lives where? Who, one of you is in Virginia. I'm in Virginia, yeah. And I, and I'm in Queens, New York. Where in Queens are you? I'm in Woodside. Okay, we have uh, so, some friends, and some, my cousin lives in Astoria. And then I've recorded yeah, in Astoria dude. once. I fucking we love spend Queens. A, wife and I spend a lot of time in Astoria. It's like close enough by that it's like, it's like, uh, like uh, it's being like a, in the suburb of a borough. <laughs> like I, it's yeah. very quiet over here, which is nice. But Astoria is super accessible, so we spend a lot of time out there. So it's it's yeah. pretty. It's been fun. We're from like we we moved here from Bloomfield, New Jersey, and then no shit. My wife's from Bloomfield. We're about, I mean, because, yeah, we lived there for, we lived there in, like, Montclair for, like, you know, you know, four or five years before we decided that we'd make the plunge, because we both worked in the city, and just oh, made nice. more sense to come here. Did your, did your taxes a get a lot better? Because my father-in-law lived in Jersey, worked in New York City, and just got fucking destroyed. Dude, it's brutal. It's brutal. You to, and it then was... his wife would have to pay income tax, and even though she worked in New Jersey, uh, this is not fun punk talk, but... <laughs> <laughs> But that's the whole thing about being 30 or, and married. Yeah. Like, those really find, things find that like I used to rebel against and be fucking young and stupid about. Yeah. Now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I mean, this listen, shit. I listen to a lot of punk on my train ride into work. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's where I... I, dr- I dress like, I, like I'm still 22. So I, don't, I mean, I, do, I, I wear a hat more because I'm losing my hair. <laughs> You're doing it, man. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy that aspect of, like, I don't feel, like, washed up and, like, weird about getting older. I'm like, no, I'm cool. No, you know what the thing is? And I, I've said it a bunch of times. And, like, you know, the way – I guess our generation of uh, kids um, and I think hardcore, hardcore kids, but it applies to everything, um, is – you know, your heart. You used to be like, oh, you got, you had to grow out of hardcore, like when you're 20s, and now it's like, uh, but if you could get past 22, you you could be a hardcore kid until you're 50 or 60. Ever, that's so. not the uh, the Against Me song. I was a teenage anarchist. It's like more relatable as I get older. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And did uh, you guys see the other F word? I, you know what, dude, I did the other. That was that was uh, her show, right? Or the oh no the I think I'm Lord Jane Grace had a show I thought I'm I'm sorry I did see the other I did see the other F word I thought it was really good I thought Ryan did you see that Ryan I I didn't Uh, it's 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 definitely worth the watch yeah yeah Pennywise he ends up leaving the band because he's like like, to take care of his kids and it's it was it's interesting like I mean I guess like the the Mark Hoppus and the big guys who whatever reason struck gold deservingly so like Mm -hmm. you can make it work but then when it was like the guy from like U.S. bombs and adolescents and the bands that didn't make as much money, like it's it's or like Pennywise is like you know they're a big band but like he had to tour like two hundred and something days a year and to make it work. Yeah, behind like yeah, it's, I can do that. Yeah, it's difficult, man. And uh, the the part with uh, Dwayne Peters from U.S. Bombs was um, that was tough. Oh that was really I, sad. I cried. Yeah, it was just like yeah, hell yeah. I think I've. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love that movie. And I have a cousin who, like, around like age almost forty, kind of made it in music, and now he has to live that. Well, he luckily gets to live that life as a musician, but he just tours all the fucking time and doesn't see his wife and kid that much. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I, if I gotta go, if I gotta leave for work, like if I gotta go, you know, 
travel or whatever. Um, I, I, I miss my wife after like two or three days. Like I miss her terribly. Yeah. Um, sure. Cause we have our own like routines that I guess together. And I'm sure you guys, you're both married. So you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. you're just used to doing certain things together. Like I'm used to eating dinner with her and then washing the dishes and bickering over what we're going to watch on TV. You know, Friends, I, uh, on Netflix, everybody, are we all on the same page with that? I'm on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, well, oh, man. I'm on the Netflix. The Friends, uh, they added Friends on there since New Year's Day. That's all I've been watching. I, I hate that show. I'm not. Listen. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I was I was most excited about Roseanne coming on. I was stoked Roseanne. about Roseanne. I love Roseanne, dude. <laughs> they just have the whole thing and then disappeared. And then, like, now the classics are back. Yeah, oh my god, I fucking... I used to watch Roseanne we, with my mom all the time. I think Roseanne, we watched uh, Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, we Roseanne all day long. It was great. Yeah, dude, yep. we did too. Like Every Sunday, we wake up and we're just like, nah, let's just watch a little Roseanne for a couple hours. And then you get sucked into it. It's good I shit. Love I love it. I like, to watch car- I like to watch cartoons on Sunday because I'm an adult male. Okay. <laughs> so I always make my wife watch cartoons with me. But like, I think Archer and Bob's Burgers are the two that will go back and forth with on Sunday. But, uh, my my wife and I love Bob's Burgers. We're big Bob's Burgers fans. I, I think that show is hilarious. You know, Ronnie uh, shaking. I, I, Ronnie shaking. I, I haven't head. watched it. I haven't watched it. I, I know I'm blowing it. Um, it's like it's like Bob's Burgers and The Wire. I haven't watched either. I guess. Oh, dude, you gotta get. Oh, the, you know what? Don't even watch The Wire. It's too late. It's just uh, <laughs> people like me are gonna make you hate it because it's so. I love it. It's the, it, it's every it, it's it's Shakespeare. It's so fucking good that you can't even appreciate it because of people like me have talked about it for too long. Just. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. The um, I, th- I think on disappointment. I think on Sunday I'm gonna do a. Uh, I'm gonna try to convince my wife to do the Godfather one and two back to back. Wow. She she hasn't seen them yet, and I am. I will sit there and watch the whole thing, and, hey, qu- and quote some, it. I've, and never fucked, I've never seen them either. Ugh. Any of them? Wow. I mean, yeah, I, I, I suck at movie watching. Yeah, I mean, I do the classics too. There's like a pile of movies that are like. You know, fucking cult classics. And At the top of that list for you should be The Godfather. It has to be. It's one of the greatest right. American films of all time. Do you want to hear something? Depre- so I live in Providence. Okay. Which is very Italian. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, no, I've been, I've been out that way. I actually, was, I'm, I was thinking about moving out that way. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, yeah. I'm Come sorry. Dude, it's super cheap. <laughs> Probably not Virginia cheap, but it's uh, – they show The Godfather, I think, once. There's like a restaurant on the side of the building in the summertime, and they show The Godfather for free outside every month. That's in, that's wow. That sounds great. Yeah. Providence uh, <laughs> grew up in Connecticut, and like Providence used to be terrible, and then now it's like the fucking secret city that no one knows about. Hey, I love that. The, um, it's funny. I was actually excited to uh, ask you about this. Are you uh, Do you check out any of the Atomic Action Bands? No, I, I wish I knew what that was. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. It's Atomic Action's a record label. Um, it's run by a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Brian Simmons. And he... Um, he uh, who, Who's on that label? There's a band called Fucking Invincible, which uh, was the lead singer from Daughters, and he was in As the Sunsets. They're in, they're, and, uh, and a guy from Drop Dead is in that band. And then there's... Uh, who else is on that That's label? Bad Swimmers. Bad Swimmers, um, Sweet Jesus. There's a band coming out with... Rain Dance. Rain da- I love Rain Dance, and there's Rain another band called awesome. Barn Swallow, yeah. and I'm I'm a huge fan of like the Rhode Islands. I love I love the Rhode Island scene, and Brian, um, the guy who runs that label, is just such a great dude. And he lives here? Yeah, he lives in the area. I think he might live right outside of uh, Providence. I mean, Rhode Island's very small, so anything could yeah, everything is outside. Providence. Anything could yeah. really be outside <laughs> Providence uh, in theory. But he's um, he's just yeah, I th- and he works, and he I think he runs and runs a farm. Like, so he's really into, like, independent farming and stuff, so... I swear to God, I know who you're talking about. He's, like, one of those people in, like, the those free magazines I have all the time. Like yeah. Providence Monthly. He's, like, one of those people. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a really great art and music scene here. It's it's pretty incredible. I've, um, I just interviewed someone, um, Joe, who's on Squ- who I just joined this podcast network, mm-hmm. and he invited me to a sketch comedy writing class on, like, Sunday, so I'm slowly going to get into, like... Because I've been really wanting to get in, like... Comedy has kind of replaced like music for me. Like I mean, I still love music, but I don't like go to shows or anything. Right. Because I didn't grow. I don't know anyone here. Well, I do now. But like when I moved here, I was like, I don't know you people. So it's just <laughs> it's weird, right? Like how do you go into a scene? At, like I was like twenty six and start off. But so were we all going to shows in the Jersey scene in the same era for a little while? Because I mean, I, I only went to a handful, sure we only Folly shows in Jersey. 
Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, I was, um, I was in bands, I was putting on shows, uh, Ronnie was in bands, I think you, you were putting on sh- uh, some shows. Oh, yeah, shows, absolutely. So we were all kind of, uh, we were all intermingled. A lot of us, I mean, including some of the Folly guys, we all went to college together. We all went to community college. Yeah, and I went to high school with all the Folly boys. So, that's how we all became friends. Are... And, like, between mutual bands oh, and Sussex. school every day and stuff. Yeah, that's us oh, community college. So. I love, I love your area. I, when I just saw Amanda and Jeff, I was like, well, where the, well, you know, so I always, I went to this camp in Warwick where that's eventually I met Ken. It's for, it was called Hope with Heart. It was a camp for kids with heart conditions. So mm-hmm. I like went back and worked there. So my whole view of New Jersey, my whole life growing up was Sussex County and everyone would shit on New Jersey. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? This place is gorgeous. This is the nicest sure. place in the world. And then like, I, I still love New Jersey. I'll never shit on that place i fucking love it my and, wife is from there dude i i uh i miss sussex county every single day i love I just it drove I, by the state fairgrounds i was like where am i it's oh yeah my and that you that you were right by my sister's house she lives right in branchville now by my parents house too oh man i seen jeff so i went to um, jeff's place uh to have it was i had a, um, a game and jeff on mm-hmm. and uh, amanda was there uh, she didn't really talk a lot so i get to their house and I went to the wrong house because I was out in front of the wrong lake house. I mean, this is fucking New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, we're by the other lake. And then, like, it's so fucking beautiful. Oh, it's, it's, it is, it's really great, man. And, like, I mean, Virginia, it's okay. Like, I live in Virginia Beach. So, um, yeah, summertime, it's, it's great. You can go, uh, go to the ocean. Uh, there's a little boardwalk. But that shit gets tired after, like, a couple days. And, uh, I mean, I'm here because I, I work here, but, um, you know, hopefully not forever. And it is what it is. You think Jersey's your home in the future? I think so, man. I mean, it's my wife is from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. And uh, we just really miss the Northeast. I mean, the Mid-Atlantic, is it's great. There's some great stuff here. Um, but it just, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been looking into where I could, uh, I want to, you know, set up. At shop someday, I guess, and uh, you know, between New Jersey, uh, Albany, New York, Vermont, something like that—that'd be all great. That'd be great for me. I like that. I love that. I just love the North, and I love and I really, really miss hockey appreciation. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Dude, god! We, I, so I don't know anything about sports, but I used to work at the Starbucks in a, a hotel in downtown Providence. Mm-hmm. So the Providence Bruin guys would come in all the time. Yeah. And then nice. this really fucking gigantic motherfucker came in with him one time, and I had no idea what I'm talking about. So I was like, oh, man, you must be like a basketball player or something. And he like, kind of like smirked at me and like grunted. And someone comes up, you're like, are you a fucking asshole? That was Chara from the Bruins. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, they're like, that guy's in the fucking Bruins. I'm like, are you sure he doesn't play basketball? Dude, that guy's a monster, too. He's a giant, and he just kind of like gave me like a weird like, fucking smiling when I was a little kid I went to a, a devil's practice in Jersey a buddy of mine brought me I'm talking like I was probably eight years old and uh, I remember like watching them on the ice all the time and just and I remember being like oh they're big guys and then like you wait outside and get autographs and shit and I had so I, I'm such an asshole I don't know what I did with any of those autographs but I had like the the, the cult dudes like the best guys and uh when they came walking out, you're like, "Holy fuck, these dudes are monsters, monsters!" Ridiculous. The um, you know, because ever since I part partnered up with Ronnie here to do this, uh, the hockey bug has really bitten me, and it, it's also due in part to the fact that my uh, all my other sports teams are just so bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a huge Not Mets a- fan, and they suck, and the Giants didn't make the playoffs, and the Knicks are already irrelevant. So. Um, Hockey was became all that was left, and the Devils aren't even that good. Yeah, yeah it's not that the Devils are good or bad. It's that hockey's a good sport, and it's hockey's a good sport. And so, yeah. and you know, I've been like chatting it up with Ronnie and uh, Joe from the Banner and a bunch of other guys on uh, on Facebook about how uh, you know just about this team and everything. It just is brought it kind of brought me back home, and I'm now like I miss going to Devils games and stuff so bad. When's the uh, hockey podcast gonna start? We 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 dropped we we put some stuff in there. It was stuff that we tried out to see if it would work, and it just it didn't stick. Oh no! We we bring it up every once in a while. (laughs) Like if we get somebody on that's a hockey fan, we'll riff for a little bit. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, who do we had? Well, we had Russ from Good Riddance, and he, that was all he wanted to talk about. Like he didn't want to talk yeah. about nothing else. So I have to ask you guys, how the fuck do you get the best guest? Like the guest you get, like I just like, oh cool, John's on here. I know John. And then the next one was Nathan Gray, Boy Sets Fires, and uh, I am Harris. I was like, what the fuck? And then like I'm going through like your back catalog. Like were these all like just personal friends or just? Yeah. Like... Um, well, uh, the internet is an amazing tool. Um, oh yeah. yeah. I, now it's yeah. I knew um, let's see I knew Nathan from um, uh, the casting out when well I obviously knew him from Boys That's Fire but we played the casting out and stuff. I and, really dig them too. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, but when we, they had the girl in the band at first, uh, I didn't catch any of those that stuff. I, I caught them I like toward the later their stuff as well. Yeah, I just remember hearing that right off the bat. And so like I mean John John was a, John's a no brainer that was easy um, and he was ex- really excited to do it so that was great but um, we he had doesn't listen to podcast at all like he when he I, when I he was nice enough to have me over and like recorded at his place and everything I honestly am pretty sure he had no idea what I was there for <laughs> yeah that sounds like John so he's like so what are we doing I was like we're gonna talk now with some mics and then we talked for three hours and I had to take out a lot of stuff because at one point he's like. I forgot we were recording. And I was like, no, that's fine. I, I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. Like right. We, it was, it was, dude, one of the best experiences of my life. I was like, oh, one of my, my, one of my favorite singers of my favorite bands. But I pull up his house. He's fucking gardening. He's like watering the plants. And like Jackie's making pasta. I was like, you're just a fucking dude. I'm like, trying to oh, think. Like a dude, like a boring dude, old man. I want to, I wish I had like a good, um, John story where, I mean, there's, uh, there were so there's so many and I obviously don't want to get him in trouble, but like him and I have been to like parties and stuff together and he was just so funny. Like he would just have a couple beers and have a couple shots and he is the funniest Yeah. Like like he's handsy. Like he put his hands are all over you <laughs> and he's but he's just like I mean he's just this great, great guy and he Oh, alright, so I got a good one. Um so we, they were playing, I was doing merch for them. They were playing, um, what's the first, Ronnie, what's the first singer from Anarabe's name? Oh my God. You know who I'm talking about, right? Neil. Neil. Neil uh, something. So Neil, yeah, yeah. so Neil was having his last show out in Long Island and I went out and did merch for them. And, uh, oh, I did merch for Folly, obviously. And John, and, and Folly gets on and, uh, there's a fight and, you know, it's just a little, uh, Long Island, like thuggish type kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hardcore, you know? I love those guys. They're the best. <laughs> you did that so well. But they uh, – so they're beating the fucking snot out of each other and the security comes and like in the middle of the song, like I guess they didn't stop but it was between songs. So John and the rest of the band waited until it was all cleared up and then they're uh, – and you know, so they're, they're starting to fight bouncers and whatever and John just says the microphone. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Energy is a good thing. But energy can energy is a good thing, like when you're having sex, or when you're getting fucked. <laughs> but it can be a bad thing, like when security is trying to remove you. <laughs> and it was so fun. And he always did, you know, he always did did stuff like that. And he he's just a great guy. Like, um, and we talk about it a lot on the uh, podcast and stuff. How all of our friends from New Jersey. You know, you don't run it. You don't see him as much, but when you do, you just pick up right where you leave off and stuff. So yeah. it's pretty interesting. As get, to get back to your question, as far as guests, um, you know, I just I'm I'm sorry I rambled on a little bit there, but we no, that, on this show that's like super encouraged. I usually like try, I don't try to, but I almost like derail everybody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you, Dude, you we, we rambled on the last podcast. <laughs> oh my god, uh, but we yeah like well Ronnie um Ronnie's pretty good friends with uh with Joe from the Banner. Uh, the Banner had a, happened to have a new record coming out, so that for, was uh, great for us. Um, and Joe was good sport, and then we had uh and. <clears throat> I um had I I'm, I've been friends with people on Facebook for a while, so I would just hit them up. It's and, amazing. People are nice. Like, uh, some of them are. Some of them. I uh, know. I've gotten. I haven't. I haven't gotten anybody to say straight up no to me. You know um, what I get? I get no response, and I'm like, okay. And I, I don't get no response. Thing. I'm like, you know what? You know what? If someone doesn't do it, doesn't make them a bad person. It's like there's just a certain type of person that wants to have the ego like I do. Enjoyed me, and they don't want to. I don't care. No, and was, yeah. we get the same thing. And like we're like lucky enough. Like for us, like we are the first big one that we had was Justin from um, Most Precious Blood, 
And he, yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, damn. And that one was incredible because I'm a huge indecision, no pre- most precious blood fan. So to have that was like mind blowing. And then when I when that happened, I was like, well, if I can get him to do it, and he doesn't know me, then I can get anybody. And then I just yeah. started reaching out to people, and they've been really, really supportive. And as um, the the podcast itself has gotten, you know, it we're doing it very organic. We try to do it very organically. You know, we don't kind of bang down people's door with it and, and like, you know, invite them to all kinds of crazy stuff. We just put it out there if they want to listen. And now we're just getting more, a bigger, bigger, like consistent listening base, which is awesome because we, you know, we're getting, we get feedback, which is fun. And, um, it, it's, it's been really, really great. And like, I look forward to it every week. Um, you know, the way I used to look forward to like going to band practice and stuff. Yeah. Dude, oh it's my definitely God. So you guys are, there. you're committed to each other, to it. Cause like it's, it's you guys every week. And we have another guy that is, he just jumped on. Uh, his name is Matt and, uh, he's been great. He, now he works, um, really, he works really crazy shifts and hours and he's all over the world, uh, doing what he's wow. got to do. So we just kind of have him on every once in a while if we need to fill a gap. Uh, where we're going to have to bullshit with ourselves or something, or we, um, and he does the news flash. We do like, we, yeah, yeah. I want it cause I want, I like sports radio and I want it. I love the idea of a sports flash. So I wanted to just incorporate something like that. And I figured it was, uh, Matt had a, Matt would be great for that because it's something that he could con- contribute constantly and not have to worry about like, if his presence wasn't there, he would be letting us down because that's, I know how he thinks. We also had our friend Pat, uh, he'll come on from time to time. He's uh, he wrote the uh, what the fuck are you listening to theme song. So we oh, yeah yeah oh that's awesome. So he comes on from time to time, and we uh, and you know we just shoot the shit with him. He's into a little uh, weirder music, so it's usually fun to have him on and stuff. I like that you guys have like a structure too, like unlike my show, which I'll insult right now. No, which I, I like <laughs> all different types of podcasts, but I really like that you structure. Then you have. Um, so like, I listen to John and then, um, I listened to the Nathan Gray one and then I have just queued up the one from the scandals guy. I haven't got to listen to it yet, but uh, that's when I, I go into your episode, I'm going to be like, I don't know what they're listening to by the end of it. That's a, it's a funny story with, uh, with that one because Anthony is, um, he's a friend of ours. He's an, he's a Jersey guy as well. And, uh, there wasn't, you know, the holiday weekend, there wasn't a whole lot of music news. If you, you've listened to the show, so you know, we talk a little bit of music news. Yeah, I, that, I actually get excited about that. I was like, I don't know. You guys know your shit. Uh, but we, um, so but there was just nothing going on. Nobody was reporting. So we, we had some stuff and we're like, and me and Ronnie kind of decided beforehand, we're like, well, we'll see where this goes. If we got to fill some time, we can, we didn't expect it. We expected it to be the one, one of the podcasts that was like under an hour. And then it turned out that Anthony is really, really good at like dialogue. <laughs> and, uh, and he just, and he's he, like the same. Yeah, go ahead, Ronnie. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a, he's like no, it's okay. He's he's like the same. He's done the same vein as John, as somebody that we not maybe as we know him as well. But Brian and I both knew him. We didn't know that each other knew him. So I was like, dude, we should get the dude from the scandals on. They're, you know, they're doing some shit, and I, I like what they're working on. So um, I was like, I know this dude Anthony from the band, and Brian was like, I know him too. And so I used to work with him. Brian knew him from school, and and we brought him on, and it was like. Hey, what's going on? And we talked for like an hour and forty five minutes. It yeah, just like kind of went off the rails. It was great. And you don't know, man. Like next, we, we have the Aaron from uh, Bane on ne- next week. And how do you guys do? Damn. All right, here's all right. Now hold on. This is the thing. I play words with friends with him. <laughs> wow, you guys just showed your age. <laughs> uh, yeah, I play words with friends with him, and uh, and actually, funny story about him. Uh, I'll give it away a little bit because we're going to talk about it a little bit on our podcast. But, uh, so he, him and I became Facebook friends somehow. Um, through probably like, like mutual friends. There was a time where like, if one of my friends was friends with somebody in a band that I liked, you know, would say, uh, you know, so I could look at the person and be like, Oh, you're mutual, mutual friends with John Tamillo. Let's just say him. Then I would friend him. So that way he would friend me because he'd see that I was friends with him. So, so I rode their coattails and I don't feel bad about it for a second. The, (laughs) (laughs) this podcast thrives on that. Yeah, uh, I think Folly, like, they know that all those dudes know it too, and yeah. they almost would admit that they uh, themselves are writing their own coattails off. Yeah, like, sure. They're like, yeah, whatever, cool. So he, um, so he would post stuff on Facebook, and one time he was saying, he said something. He's like, "Hey, I'm selling a bunch of vinyl. Uh, who wants to buy it?" 
and I, I'm a collector. I have a ton of it. I have, a, it, I have an irresponsible amount of it. And uh, so I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And then him and I got into this. We we're, you know, he's mailed, he's mailed me out stuff twice now. Um, and it's all like, uh, like first issue stuff, like first issue converge stuff and, um, and stuff that he's trying to, uh, you know, trying to part ways with because he had so many pressings and stuff and he was trying to pay for his wedding. So, um, uh-huh. yeah. And then he, and then, uh, and so I'm pretty excited for this one cause he's, he and I got married around the same time and now he just had a kid and I'm about to have a kid. So we have a little bit to talk about. So it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. Awesome. Have you guys already recorded that yet? No, no, we record with the day that we publish is the day that we record. We don't, we don't publish live or anything, but we do, uh, we do it in the morning. We usually publish at night. You guys do a turnaround that quick. We try. Yeah. We don't, we, um, like you, yours is cool because you, in the beginning, you kind of like sound off like a, like a, like a real, like a real professional. We're not professionals at all. So we, we already had like Folly gave us the, uh, John gave me the okay to use the theme song. It's 11 seconds. So I just drop that in there every time. And then I record yeah. past that and we just keep it running. The only time we've ever stopped, um, is if there's like some sort of equipment malfunction or somebody's got to pee or, um, yeah, we, we yeah we don't really we usually we usually work through any kind of glitches too. When we had Nathan or when we had Nathan Gray on, he you know he was hearing himself. He was hearing a lot of echoes. We just let it ride. It's part of the ambiance, I guess. It also you know I don't ever want. It hasn't happened yet, but I don't want to ever be in the position of uh, having to say, well, um, you know, they misquoted me. We don't put well, I don't put anybody under a microscope or anything. But like yeah. they misquoted me or they they used a soundbite. Like we just we run a consistent line, yeah, and that, I, and I, so I, it's I, like I, a stream, and it also goes with the, the spirit of our podcast. And I don't like toot my own horn. We got to talk about stuff other than my podcast or our well, podcast. That's why you're here, man? But um, you got to talk about whatever you want. I don't care. The uh, the spirit of it was like you know me and Ronnie and and Matt and a bunch of our friends. We would sit around like if we weren't doing this. We would sit around at like a kitchen table or at a diner, or at a bar, or whatever, and we bullshit about music, and those conversations are the funniest conversations that I ever have. Oh, yeah. So, um, so we wanted to do something in the spirit of that. And then a lot of the times it would be like, wow, you know, did you, uh, did you hear that this is coming out, or did you hear the new Blacklisted song, or this, that, and the other thing? And then, um, and then, you know, we would just go, and and that's how we did everything. So, I would, and and we, we want to keep it in the spirit of that. And those conversations, they only stop if somebody's got to pee or somebody's got to go. So that's what like we, Joe Rogan. Have you ever listened to the Joe Rogan experience? Dude, Joe Rogan's an animal. He 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 listens to it. I've I've only heard I heard that's the one he does it. Just, there's no edit. They get up and piss. They're like, go and he, hurt. you and hear he, the bathroom he door like closing. Three hours, dude. He's a genius too, and you wouldn't expect it because he's kind of like yeah. a bro-ish. Yeah. I really like Joe Rogan. I think he's, he's yeah. He, he I, runs I, a good podcast. Show, I, I, I was driving back from Niagara Falls. I put it on. He had uh, God, I, Greg Proops, a comedian I fucking love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turned it on at Syracuse, drove straight to Albany, didn't even fucking stop once. And they're like, "Oh, it's just like three solid, uh, three three and a half hour episode. It's just like it's great." And then he one time had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Uh, that's the one it, I did hear, and I loved it, dude. Oh yeah, it's him like trying to throw all these conspiracy theories out to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Neil deGrasse Tyson just destroying all of them. <laughs> the um. Blew my mind. I but I love. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Like it's it's great. I used to listen to, and they don't do it as often. They they kind of do it sporadically. Uh, but the uh, Death Wish did a podcast. Oh no way! And it was called the Death Cast, and they only do it every once in a while. And the guy from uh, we had uh, Patrick from Self Defense Family on here, and he did a couple episodes, and uh, he did one with Tom Sheehan from uh, Most or Most Precious Blood and Indecision. And uh, they, I listened to that thing all the way from Virginia Beach to uh, Washington D.C. because I had to go to a wedding, which is like three and a half, four hour drive. Yeah, yeah. and so that was a really, really good episode. And that's, but that's what it got me into it because they just sat there and riffed, like they were just looking at album covers and being like, "What do you think of this album?" Like they were like judging a book by its cover. Like it was really, really funny, and I and I really appreciated it. And when he came on, like. I was really worried, and at that po- point, I was just getting into self defense family. Like I just only heard a few songs. I liked yeah. some of the end of the year stuff. And I was like, "This guy's a dick," 
And then, and then he comes on to our podcast and he's like super nice and really like he, his opinions are well thought out. He's really articulate and stuff. So I was just really impressed by him. And then like, he's just been, I've talked to him, uh, I've, I've sent him an email and I've sent him a text since then. And he's just like, you know, he's super stoked. He wants to come back on. So we're lucky enough that we have, uh, we, I think maybe no, I think basically every guest that we've had wants to come back. That's cool, yeah, and it's and that, nice yeah, and it means we're doing something right. So we just you know stick stick with what with what works, you know. So did you guys? Are you friends from high school? We're friends from post yeah, high school. Post high school. <laughs> this, <laughs> wow, that's such a post hardcore answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> it, um, if you see me get up, it's only because I'm going to refill my thing. I can totally oh, yeah, hear yeah, you. Go ahead. I forget. Ronnie, yeah. take over. Oh uh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, it's weird. I can't see. No, that's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. So you guys, um, how do you guys stay committed to the show? Like, you're both equally committed to the show. Like, that blows my mind. Like, working with other people is really fucking hard. Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I could, maybe maybe it has a little bit to do with the fact that we were both in bands. I mean, I played minor parts, almost full-time parts in Brian's bands growing up. But, like, um, you know, being in bands and working with other people, uh, I don't know. Just, I think we just are conditioned to it. But at the same time, it's like you talk about things that you love. So it's kind of like, you know, I, you said something before that really uh, I was like, yeah, I, I can get down with that. Um, I kind of took on comedy quite a bit, too, um, as I got older. And uh, I, I mean, I really appreciate the art. And I kind of fell off music a little bit. I don't know if it's like just in the past year of kind of not paying as much attention and, um, you know, when Brian asked me to do this and we, we were going to work on this together, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do it. And uh, I didn't realize how much music I had missed out on. And uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I didn't have Spotify before this. And now it's like, I, I, my Spotify list is ridiculous at this point. And I've heard so many things and it's just like, I don't know. It's keeping me, uh, uh, you know, like Brian said, it's like being in a band. It's like having band practice every week. It's just, uh, and then just like having the show. It's 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 really fun. It's just, it doesn't feel like work. And I think that whenever I was in a band that turned into something that felt like work is when it started to fall apart. So yeah, it's it's. I've never been one for like hobbies or passions and things like this. It's the most fun I've ever had, like doing something. And like it's, uh, it was actually my. I don't, know, I don't know. You guys might know. I have a friend. His name's Dan Shields, but like he's part of the New Brunswick scene. But like I don't know. I feel like you might have. I would imagine we've all met him. You met him somewhere down the line, but he used to come to a lot of poly shows too. I bet you that if I see his face, I know who he is. Cause yeah, I, he's I, been on yeah. uh, a few times. Super cool dude. I was with him and Jeff at the Folly show in Long Island and um, the reunion. And then I, when I asked him on and, and they're like, Rev, this is like your guitar. Cause like, I don't play instruments. Like I loved music, but I, I couldn't do it, but I could always be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think this was like, <laughs> the first thing I've like fallen in love with and something I could actually do. It's like, I love podcasts. I can make one. There you go. And uh, it's, I mean, it's for like, it gives us, me, an opportunity to sit around. And I didn't realize how much I was fucking ripping other people off. I didn't mean to. Like, I I watched, I just started watching that um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, it's so great. And I realized that we're doing the exact same fucking thing. We're doing literally the same thing, except we're talking to dudes about hardcore and uh hardcore and punk and whatever or you know whatever and uh i watched it and i was like blown away by how much i've ripped off jerry seinfeld which i guess if you're gonna rip anybody off it's fine well, but jerry, jerry's not the first to that though oh no i'm, I'm i mean um I, I mean, like the, well consider people like in at least the comedy podcast like wtf with mark maron's like there's always people before him but he's like the guy in podcast oh, yeah. and then comedians like cars came out way after that I uh I like the fact that he's such I a think big. It's just like helping. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm What's sorry. That? No, I like the fa- I like oh, the I like that Mark Marin is a big spokesperson for podcasting. Um, I like because uh, I watch his show, but I think his podcast is boring. I don't like it, and I don't oh, like that's so boring. I don't. Yeah, no, I, uh, I feel and I I now what I've also heard is that you got to go back and listen. You got to yeah, go you, way yeah, back, yeah, and I and I haven't. But I, 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 I subscribe to it so that I could go back and listen to old podcasts. Yeah, I don't. I like, I like his oh, interview. Yeah. To, I, I have to fast forward through the beginning because I can't listen to that old man bitch for 15 minutes before he starts. But his interviewing is awesome. He usually has pretty good guests on. That, and that's the thing a, about Mark is uh, right. I don't like him. I like right, him, exactly. But 
Yeah, I don't. I he's. Do you ever watch Girls? It's that same thing where like you don't like the main character, right? And that's the problem with Mark. Obviously, he's doing something right, but like, and that's what Jerry's. Do. But I think that's kind of like on a scale, like culturally, like Twitter became really popular and everything became so shortened, and then like reactionary, like I will sit down and listen to like a three-hour podcast. I'm like, I would never do that years ago. Like, it's such the opposite of what people. But we're saying our generation was doing. They're like, oh, you guys have such short attention spans. Like, motherfucker, I listen to Joe Rogan for fun for right. three yeah. hours. But also, like you, you mentioned that you don't want to like listen to him, um, and you really more or you're more in line with listening to his guests. I that's I what I feel like people are to some degree with us, and uh, I, I the guests make they draw the interest, they make the podcast. Oh. That's um, the numbers. Yeah, I yeah. hope and and now, as I've like what I've seen that I like. Cause you're you you publish on Libsyn just like we do, yeah. Isn't um, it the best? They're great. Um, but you can so you can see your numbers and stuff. When it's just me and Ronnie, when we first started doing it, we didn't have a guest. We didn't have too many listens. And yeah. then and then we would have the more guests that we've gotten, and the better, and the, also the better we've gotten at it because we, you know, we we uh, we tried to put in segments to include our friends more and more, and that was dig- taking away from the whole experience. Um, we, the better we got at structuring our show, uh, now we have, we feel like we have something that works and, uh, we're going with it and we're, and more people now when it's just me and him are listening than it used to be. Cause it used to be, not be very many. Um, <laughs> I loved when I started and you see the numbers going from like six to like double, triple digits. Like, it's amazing. And when it, when it happens, you're like, you're like, Oh, like when we you hit know, when, when, too, because, uh, I just have like a, a string of like. Four or five episodes, everything was going up and up and up, and I put one out. No one came out for it, which is, you know, whatever happens. That's... But then the next one did great. Yeah, and that's, I mean, like, we have numbers that we have in our head that we want to, I mean, look, the optimally, if we can monetize this into something that maybe we can pay a bill with. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and we get to pick our, um, and, we, and we get to pick people who would want to advertise with us with stuff that we support. You know what I mean? Um, then that would be really great. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing a, an advertising advertisement for a label that I admire or a record store that I like, or a, uh, yeah. like a, a food co-op or something like that. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. Um, I will, you'll, and that, and that would, that would be awesome. If we could pay a bill with it, that would be great. Yeah. But, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing. Like we're, I don't want it to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't, it's not overrunning my life because if it overruns my life, then uh, I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> no, it's just it's for fun and maybe that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. If Philip Morris wanted to sponsor me, I'd fucking take it. I'm at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, I uh, I love doing something and have money not be part of it. It's like whatever. I spend twenty bucks a month. I have the equipment, and I've um, I've actually just recorded probably like the last. I had two that haven't gone up yet. That were like the two biggest. I don't want to use the word names, but like. People that I shouldn't, I, I feel like I should have no business having on. Like, uh, Ronnie, you would probably appreciate it. There's a guy named Mike Sachs who wrote this amazing book called Poking the Dead Frog. It's like conversations okay. with like top comedy people. And he, okay. like, he's an editor for like Vanity Fair. And I bought his fucking book in a store and I had him on. And then I just worked with someone, I uh, worked with, God, now I sound professional. I just interviewed <laughs> this guy. It's going up a couple weeks, Kevin Bartini. He's like the warm up comic for like the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. And okay, he like nice. named the street after like George Carlin and like we I just did this last week and it was like oh yeah we were t- I was wearing a Breaking Bad shirt he's like oh I just met Cranston at the Colbert rap party I was like what I'm like in my head I'm like if you saw the numbers I post you wouldn't be coming on the show dude yeah. <laughs> thankfully they don't <laughs> well, that rules, it's man. cool I don't know where I was going with that maybe just a chance to brag like hey, it's funny it's, when we um when we that's the thing too like you and and you do it you do a really good job of this and and after being on this talking to you for a couple minutes i hope that we have the same um effect that you do but it's just feel it doesn't feel like it's like an interview type thing oh, you know what you. i mean like it just feels like oh, i'm just bullshitting all like i'm bullshitting with another one of my friends which by the way i just said yes to your facebook fan request so <laughs> awkward <laughs> yeah Wait, oh, fan request friend request? Oh, I think you said fan request. Did I? I may have said fan. <laughs> I I may have said fan, but I did. I did no, mean. I, I did mean know, friend. I, I, honestly, it's kind of weird when you guys said yes to do this show. I had like I was like, holy shit, they want to, they're gonna come on. Like 
I really like your podcast. So I was like, holy <laughs> shit. No, dude, we, we were, didn't know what was going to happen. Like, we were just like, oh, man, this is so weird. We're going to be on the other side of this. We better not I, have been douches. I, I, I like, texted Amanda. I was like, do you think do you think it would be okay if I asked them? Like, do you think they'd be nice about it? She's like, yeah, go ahead. She's like, Brian's really nice. I was like, all right, cool. Because, like, you guys have, like, I don't know. It's just such – but then when you listen to other podcasts and anyone at every level, even, like, Paul McCartney feels that way about somebody. Like, it's just such a weird thing that, like, oh, we're all just – I just, we all just want to hang and chat. Apparently, he feels that way about Kanye West. So, yeah, it's rough. It's rough. I, I, you know? I sat through it, and like we got like halfway through, and I looked at my wife, and she was like, "I gotta stop." I'm like, no, we we must suffer. We've, <laughs> we've begun this. We must finish this. Oh. And then I, I immediately tweeted at both of them, being like, "You should be ashamed of yourselves." And I'm a diehard Beatles fan, and I was like, "Fuck you." For even Does it ever like, blow your mind that Paul McCartney, the man behind some of the best, some say, songs that were written, has also done that really terrible Christmas song? Oh, which one? Something Simply have an old Christmas time. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> some band covers some that. Though, some band covers that. I, I made like a Christmas mix. And some band covers it. I forget who it is. Oh, it's going to drive well, me nuts. They fucked up right there. That song. Like, it, it's kind of weird how some of, like, artists, even, like, Pink Floyd could put out some of the, the shittiest music I think I've ever heard in my entire life. And then some when of the best. Yeah, when you're putting it at that level, or not even at that level. First of all, you have everybody judging you, but you also have – he. I mean, they always put out stuff so fast that, I mean, you have to lose some quality somewhere. Yeah. And – yeah, but that sure, much quality. I mean, what's your all right? So, what music? Like you said, that Pink Floyd makes like the worst music you've ever heard. Like, what what music is the worst music you've ever heard? I'm curious. I don't now. know. No, they put me on the spot. <laughs> I, uh, there's certain Pink Floyd songs that are just like hot. I couldn't even tell you the name of them. There, I remember like listening to them, and I would be like, try. Everyone's like, you gotta listen to the, like fucking Dark Side of the Moon to the Wizard of Oz, and I'm like, this is a hot fucking pile of garbage what the f- i can't tell you anything I'm a, I'm a music I'm a nerd and i have never and will never ever fucking do that ever yeah we were like what, 16 and yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if i even get any credit anymore and like because i actually get shit on because i fucking love pop punk to this day and yeah, so do i, I just, that's great love I, it uh, so i got like a new job a month ago that gave me like a fancy work phone with unlimited data so i just put on spotify and drive and use their data to listen to music I listened nice. to Alkaline Trio all fucking day today, and it was a great fucking day at work. That's awesome. There you go. It's fucking great. I've been, I've been, I fucking still love Newfound Glory. Good for those fucking dudes. They're amazing. Yeah, I, I listened to some new Newfound Glory the other day. Actually, I, I will. I'm not gonna hate on that band because they're older. Put out some stuff that might not be that good. It's okay. The old stuff's still. I good. even like Paramore. I said it. Oh, did you? Oh, well, here's the thing. If you love Paramore and you love Newfound Glory, good news. Chad Gilbert and uh, what's her face just got engaged. Is it a little weird? No. You know what's weird is that I read that on punknews.org. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, come on, punk news. Uh, That's it, an it, absolute punk story. I've tried to get my musicians on, and I've never heard back. I've, um. So, yeah, I, I, I've. Yeah, they don't. If you try to submit to them, because I'd be like, oh, I, I have like a couple, like. You must know John from, uh, he was in Red Light, Green Light, but now he's in Dead Bars. Uh, what's, uh, I know of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, what's his last name? Malio Maleo. I'm saying it wrong. Super nice dude. I don't. I. I probably again, man. I probably know him if I. You know if I. See yeah, him or yeah. Something. Well, I had him, and then like Paul. You guys know Paul Allen. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, dead bars. They're kind of like they like on no idea. And even when I had John Tumble on, I was like, all right, I'll submit it to Punk News. Maybe I'll get in there. And then fucking like I got some not so nice email back. Be like, we don't consider this news. Like, yeah. podcast, man. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something too. When I first started doing this podcast, and you can ask Ronnie, one of the reasons I wanted to do it is because I have a pure, unadulterated hatred for punknews.org. Punknews.org is the biggest group of fucking hacks. That, yeah, fuck and, you, punk news. And I'm you can. You, and when this episode comes out, Unless I'm going Ronnie to. I'm, I'm going sorry, to Ronnie. forward. I'm going no, to retweet. I'm going to retweet this at punknews.org. I think they're the worst. They they put out the worst podcast ever. It's horrible. And you hear what? Maybe the reason I hate them so much now is because they used to be so great, and they've just fallen uh, to a level that I just can never understand. Uh, some of the people that do um, comment on 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 news posts are hilarious and it's great. And it's probably the only reason that I do 
go to that site anymore. But they get behind on music because I used to do a site. I had a site with the one that Paul was on. Uh, he came in and he came and did a podcast with me. Uh, it was a site called mix mixtapesforus.org. And that site was put up to, to fight punknews.org because I hated I them this. so much. I love your I, this is amazing. I paid $800 for the full year to have that site built, all the service, everything. And just so I could, I could, I could fight punknews.org. It didn't work out. I couldn't afford to do it anymore. And I had to make a decision financially of what I wanted to do. And I'm much happier doing this because it, you know, it, Gave me some experience to get, you know, to be to see where I was strong and where I was weak, um, and where I thought I was strong was, hey, I got really good convictions. I think I have a pretty good taste in music, and I know what's worth talking about and what's uh, what's news and what's not news. Not you, punk news, you fucking ass. Punknews.org is the worst. <laughs> Absolute punk is not so pompous about it, but they're not really that good. Lamb goat's great. Noisy's great. Um, amazing. Dying scene is very good. Um, oh, I should go there. Dying scene. Do you ever re- follow those washed up emo? It's like a podcast, and they have like a Twitter. I ha- oh, I've heard about it. You're the like you're. I think you're the second or third person to tell me about it. It's actually. You know, re- I heard it's really really good. They don't make fun of it, and like they they seem like genuine fans. And you're like, all right, I love you guys. Yeah, that's why. I, but that, I, I'm not a huge like metal guy, but I love uh, metalsucks.net because they love metal. And they're doing yeah. it, and they're like doing it for all the right reasons. Now they do some goofy stuff too, and that's fine because that's in their wheelhouse. That's what they wanted to do. Punknews.org. They were they were trying to make like a <clears throat> like um a, B- a, a BB no it, 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 they wanted to be a BBC. They became a TMZ. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, they it's it's and if you list go ahead and how when's the last time you listened to one of their podcasts? Oh, punk news never. All right, listen to one of them. One, it sucks, so I stop. Here's here's the way it goes, and and here they'll bring up a topic just like we, me and Ronnie do, and they'll bring up any any topic. Let's just say, let's just I'm gonna just because it's the most freshest one in my head. We'll just talk about Gaslight Anthem. So let's and let's just go back a little bit in time, and the new Gaslight Anthem came out, and uh, the song came out, and the one uh, shithead says to the other shithead, um, "Hey, what'd you think of the new Gaslight song?" And the other shithead goes, well, I don't really uh, listen to Gaslight Anthem and uh, I don't really – I don't mind if they exist, but I don't care if they don't either. It's song – it was a song and it's okay and uh, that's it. That's all – that they're supposed to be the people that are – you know, to, to be at least a little bit knowledgeable. Add some intellectual conversation. Uh, get, create some dialogue. They don't do that. It's one-way dialogue. They're the type of kids that put on a show and then they put Ask a Punk at the bottom of the flyer and then it's just them that shows up at the fucking show. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. And it's not like – and it's not done in a way yeah. – <clears throat> and they don't do that to get – like a lot of bands do that or like promoters do that because they don't want cops. These guys do that because they don't want anybody outside of their bubble – fucking with their emotions so i don't yeah i i i'm sorry i can't believe i just went on that tirade that made me so incredibly happy your your podcast is better i like yours you're you actually are excited about what you're talking about and you're not doing it in a snarky way and that's what it's it's real and that's the most important thing and have fun with it absolutely have fun with it you wouldn't you're not yourself if you're not having fun with it but I don't so over snarkiness. But don't like be glib and fucking smug and ah fuck them. Oh man, I get so pissed off when I talk about no, the I, I don't even like going on Vice because it's too like, you know, they yeah. they can't, can't like. When it'd be like becoming liking things became like like it became contra- it, it became cool to hate everything I, or like everything ironically. I'm like, why can't we just generally love stuff that we love? Yeah, fuck, I love yeah. Gaslight Anthem. I don't care. They're fucking amazing. Sure, and like and and that's the thing. And we didn't and they. It, it's like they have that podcast just to, as an excuse to try to be negative. It feels like we don't try to do that. I mean, obviously, bands that we like sometimes they put out songs that me and Ronnie don't like, or I That's don't like, good. or Ronnie doesn't. Or, like. And I do like, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. And and we and and we comment on it, and it's not. And I don't think we've ever been. We 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 have brought we brought something on to talk about it to smash it. No, yeah, right. We didn't want to do that, and we're I, not, I we're not shock jocks. No, and I, I don't feel comfortable doing that, and I don't like doing that. It's a negative thing. I don't want, and I really am trying very hard in my life 
not to be a negative person. I'm um, so pro negativity. It just I don't do it on the show. Right, but like and, and the the punknews.org thing, I'm like, you know, I I in I don't want obviously don't want anything bad to happen to them. I hope that one of these guys hears it and it plants a seed in his head that maybe they should start doing things a little bit differently. Would you say like I don't you like it? You also don't like it, but you don't care if it exists. I would never ever say anything like no. that. Like that's a, that's like, such like a cop out though. Be like, like a song, don't like a song. If you don't like it, have good reasons why. The way me and Ronnie structure out like what we're going to talk about is him and I send links and emails and and uh, you know messages and stuff back to each other. And if he if 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 it's something that Ronnie wants to talk about that I'm not particularly into, I'll. Uh, you know, I'll be like, okay, and I'll give it a listen so that way I can talk back with him. If it's something that I just do not feel like talking about, I'd be like, dude, I'm not talking about this. This sucks. <laughs> and he's done the same thing to me. So it's not like we don't we don't do that, you know, it doesn't it actually doesn't happen a lot. A lot of times we have a hard time narrowing down what we're not gonna talk about. So you guys plan out your episodes and stuff? We try to. We do the best we can and we send our links to our guest and then they review it and a lot and sometimes they'll come back and go, No, I don't want to talk about that. Like we had Russ from uh, Only Crime and Good Riddance on and he just like Mastodon, I guess, put out a video that week. And he just didn't want to talk about that. He was not interested. Yeah. He's like, I don't like Mastodon. I got nothing to say about that. I really don't have time to follow these links. Are we going to just do an – he just wanted to do an interview. He's a busy guy, I guess. Uh, he, you know, So he, he did the interview and then we hung up. We thanked him. We hung up with him. And then we continued on and we did our own uh, – we did our own, like the rest of it was our own spiel, our, our own shtick, spiel, whatever, and then that was it. So, but that's the only one. All the other ones are like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Um, yeah, everybody's been a great sport. Yeah, everybody's been awesome. So, no, people are. I've had maybe a couple people. One person had nothing to do with anything. It was someone I knew in real life, and I knew they were a dick anyway. But I just needed content kind of thing. But overall, like now, like doing it with people I've never met before, which was like a big step, was like. People want to do it so far. Like are are really cool, and it's it's really nice. Uh, I, you know what? I kind of got bummed out. Like, um, like where I grew up in Connecticut, like we had such a sick scene. It was like a great hardcore punk ska scenes all in one. Were you in um, Hartford? Real bro. Were you in Hartford? Uh, Wall. I, well, I'm from Meriden, but I was next to Wallingford. Where Follow would always play. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> like the and then all the oh man. <clears throat> It just got real, like, and then, like, that, like, fucking last, lost to the frat boy guy kind of started, sh- we would call them, like, those kind of guys, like, we had With Honor, With Honor. Oh, dude, I love that band so much. My life. I love that band so much. And are you, are, now, were you into Hostage Com, too? They're after me, but uh, I, I, I like them a lot, but I, I was stopped, I had stopped going to shows when they started to come around, but that's still, I was from that scene. Because a drummer from With Honor was in, it was in that band too. Oh, no fucking Yeah, way. I saw them, uh, for, I had, the first time I even heard them, they came out to Virginia Beach and they played with I and the Avalanche, and um, <clears throat> I was outside, you know, doing whatever, and I saw, I, I saw the guys, I was like, hey, you guys put on a really cool show, that was awesome. And uh, they're like, oh, thanks, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm like, where are you from? And he's like, we're from Connecticut. I was like, oh, cool. There's this band from called With Honor from Connecticut. I really dug them. And like, uh, and he's like, yeah, I was the drummer for With Honor. I was oh, like, oh, God. sick. And I was like, how much youth of today did you listen to in life? And he was what? like, a lot. And we, yeah. Yeah, so we even had a riffing on that. It was pretty cool. No, those are those are some cool fucking dudes. Um. Man, thank you guys so much for doing this. I actually have a one at nine fifteen lined up. Just on it. it's been a weird week. I had done like I think I'm doing like ten in two weeks, and then I'm like taking a break because I need to like, fucking slow down. Yeah, man. I like That's, your style, hustle. <clears throat> but uh, did I miss any? Uh, where can people find you guys and stuff? I'll put everything in the beginning too, and I, I hope that you get like a little bump. That would be fucking great. That would be awesome, dude. Um, yeah. And we're gonna obviously, you know, mention you. Uh, thank you very much on our mm-hmm. podcast too, so that yeah. way people can check you out. But Ronnie does this every show, so Ronnie, go ahead. You can find us on Twitter at X Epic Dudes X. Uh, also, if you look up X Epic Dudes X on Facebook, uh, we are also on the interweb, which is our website is www.xepicdudesx.com. And you can find us on iTunes by looking up X Epic, or it might just be Epic Dudes on iTunes. Uh, and uh, you can find all. Oh, no, I changed it. it is, it's X Epic Dudes now. I, did, I changed it back. Good. Keep it punk. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And on the website, you can listen to all the old uh, podcasts and everything on there as well. So 